What up, fam? You're listening to Cheers to Beers. I'm your host, Jess, and um, this is the third time I've had to record this intro. Um, welcome to a- another Half Pint episode. Again, I'll be joined by my occasional co-host, Shauna Cormier, and uh, we're, we're this episode's a little wild. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot we get into. So basically, we start off in the middle of this conversation about how some people just don't care about the process of beer. It's kind of like not caring about where anything you consume comes from, right? They just want a beer and that's okay. Like you don't have to be an obsessive drinker like we are, Um, but we kind of go through that. So right now I am, the beer I'm drinking right now is the Duronk uh, XX Bitter, which if you haven't had this beer, I truly think it's it's an essential, uh, especially when you're drinking Belgian like export beer. Uh, this one's great. It, it's a Belgian golden ale, like a strong, not quite a strong golden ale because it's only 6% and it's almost a copper color, but it's incredibly dry, like just really mild fruitiness and, uh, like floral hops. Um, but it's extremely bitter. Like the body itself is really dry, highly carbonated. It tastes amazing. Very clean, like highly attenuated, um, but so fucking bitter. Like this beer is bitter as fuck. Like the most clean bitterness I've ever had in a beer. Like it's, you can still taste that, the like earthy hops, but it's just so bitter without any like extra bullshit around it is <laughs> the best way to put it, to be honest. Uh, talk about, uh, letting go of the ego as a brewer and as a creator, how you define success, all that stuff while, you know, we also throw in uh, fucking sheet cake stout jokes and who we were in high school. So uh, that's what we're getting into today. So uh, make sure to check out the Instagram for uh, like more detailed <laughs> beer notes and photos and, uh, you know, grab the last of your beer and join us. Cheers. Although I think this is something that we've talked about um, in the classes that we've taught, or it's like one of the things that I like to stress a lot is you're going to enhance your experience. Listen, a lot, if you're listening to this podcast, you like beer and you like alcohol. So you're already (laughs) on the right path. You're already doing great Uh, in life. But like, so if you're already at that point where you do like to drink and enjoy an alcoholic beverage, why not care about it? Like, I guess just most people don't care yeah no that's exactly what it is about the process and like what it, and that's fine i guess i don't care you don't about have certain to. things yeah i mean i guess i'm trying to think of things i don't care about i don't know i don't know like a car like how yeah. a car is built besides like an environmental factor like the type of engine or yeah i don't know anything about cars yeah like, i'm just like cool I, can you just give me a car that goes yeah yeah exactly great cool so, like, I guess if I were talking to a person that was obsessed with cars, they'd think I was a fool. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, man. Like, they'd probably be like, I wish that person knew more about cars. Right, right, for sure. And it might be, because people care about this in different countries. Right. And I don't know. Like, I've never lived in another country. So, do I really know? Except for, like, what I've read or just think right, I right. know. But, like... I don't know. I think it's just not a part of our daily life. Mm-hmm. It's yep. like enjoying a beer, enjoying right. like a 
wine with dinner. Like it's like not part of wit- rituals. Right. And if it is, people are like, uh oh, is she an right? alcoholic? And it's like, no, dude. Like yeah. that's not. Do you enjoy like making dinner? Right. Like, are you a chef? Are you a cook at home? And you like like that's this should be part of it because it helps to. It's enhancing your fucking experience of life. Exactly, right? I think. That's why I like it. Yeah, I You're not going to get that agree. from cooking. I mean, yes, you are. But, like, you're not going to get that if you aren't enjoying beer. Yeah. <laughs> or wine, too. I mean, yeah. I just know so little about wine that... Or maybe I, we probably know more than we think. We absolutely do. It's that... Um, we just feel... Yeah, this is probably how people feel about beer. It probably is, and to they be honest. Don't want to ask questions. Yeah, and they're just like, but please ask questions. I mean, like, I, if you listen to previous episodes of this podcast, and here's the thing, um, the artistic project or process is really tough, and you learn a lot about yourself. And I think having a podcast is almost like having a diary because you kind of look back and you see what you talked about before, and it's like embarrassing some of the things i was saying like a live journal yes oh my god totally live journal (laughs) um and uh so i'm like i I can't listen to the earlier episodes because i'm just like oh god what the fuck am i even talking about but at the same time it's like no this is a part of the process like so yeah so we're sitting here being like oh shit we don't know anything about wine i'm sure we know more than we think we do and a lot of times when people have more knowledge on a subject they doubt themselves more than people who have little information on a subject they have like more bravado about it for some reason i don't know i guess it's just human ego that might also just be a a dude thing (laughs) (laughs) i mean let's be honest <laughs> when you're you used to having about anything, so but you're still going to tell me that I'm wrong, right? And also, when you are used to the world uh, giving you the things you want and not having to be afraid or work for things, you just assume that you know what's up. So all of a sudden, this is a podcast about the patriarchy <laughs> <laughs> and how we're going to end it. <laughs> all right, so thank you for listening. Um, really, what we're trying to tell you all is that we're going to burn it all down (laughs) (laughs) join Um, us yeah (laughs) follow us on instagram for more anarchy not even anarchy Anarchy. just just, um what's the patriarchy little man babies out there the same people who are drinking sheet cake stuff (laughs) i'm sorry it's a full sheet cake (laughs) maybe that's what we should okay so what we have to brew next is a uh Hard seltzer and just a no no malt, just a full sheet cake. <laughs> the grain pill is just a Safeway sheet cake <laughs> with frosting. <laughs> oh Safeway. my god! Oh, god, no, there's no way it's gonna work. It's like <laughs> well, what even so happened? full of wax. <laughs> like there's there's stuff in that that's not even real. Yeah. Right? Like the when the, you get the cakes that um, put like the pictures on yeah. it. Like, what how does that, that happen? <laughs> how do they get all those colors? Yuck. <laughs> When's the last time you enjoyed a cake? I don't think I like cake. I like um, things like cornbread. I like things like a coffee cake, banana bread. I but love I've, a coffee cake. I also made my own uh, vegan buttercream. So I like did two layers. I'm, all dr- I'm literally drooling. I'm like, fuck, like, do we need to my... make this right now? <laughs> I'm all wiping my. <laughs> Um, that's probably the last cake I enjoyed. I like a, like, this is basic, but like, if it's like a, 
Duncan Hines yellow cake mix with mm. chocolate frosting. Dude, that's classic. But it's so good. It is. But I, you can't replicate it. You have to use Duncan Hines. <laughs> it's like, the only way. I don't. It's like full of whatever. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> that is the only thing I want when it comes to a cake. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I agree. One time I did. This is a tangent, but I did. Um, it was a birthday party when I was like in middle school, late middle school, early high school. And um, it was a little, much of, little bit of a chubby kid at that point. It's so hard for me to believe that. And, well, I think I ate almost the whole sheet cake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the girl, like, it was like four girls at the birthday party. It was uh-huh. a sleepover birthday yeah. party. And they ate, like, some. And then I just kept going back for more. So it's your birthday. It wasn't my birthday. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> birthday party no it was someone else's it was a sleepover no one else was eating the cake and i was like we're gonna let this go to waste guys it's gonna get stale i was the only one who was interested and i got diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) you know what you were being smart about it you're right it was gonna go fucking bad so her mom bought that for her birthday party and i you did it she made it It it's probably duncan hines (laughs) and i almost finished it But the diarrhea got in the way. <laughs> what kind of, what was like your stereotype as a teenager in high school? Like what kind of high schooler were you? Uh, high school? Yeah. Did you like do drama in high school? Oh, yeah. I Musical was, theater? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was thespian president. <gasps> oh, shit. Well, I didn't start off that way. I just, you know, oh became my. secretary and then became president. You worked your way up. And we had to, it was like, we had to get voted in and someone else was running against me. Oh, and you beat her ass? His ass. Hell yeah. Crow <laughs> Hi, I know you're living in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> we'll bleep out their last name. Crow was his first name? <laughs> well, Stephen, but he went by Crow. <laughs> Very drama, right? Super drama. Um, and I had a marching band come in. Uh, wait, what do you mean you had a marching band come in? I came into the, the theater with the marching band. with the with the marching band <laughs> to present you as president to present I was running and it was like a it was I like see. part of my speech I see that's fucking genius well, good I won. for you so uh I started off as a very much of a dork yeah and just kind of very alternative didn't give a shit I was I wish I had some more of that I was just kind of like whatever yeah and then somehow I guess people liked that they it's, were like I mean admiral uh, like qualities to admire yeah not giving a shit yeah exactly i'm a fan i like it it's good stuff what kind of kid were you i was a nerd for sure um oh yeah what goes without saying i was a nerd yeah right. you, you don't you don't you're not <laughs> that's impressive if you're you have to be a nerd um me and my best friends um, we're also friends today um all of us were like in student council there was student council and then there was asb which is associated associated student body so i don't really know why we had two different why are there two i don't know like i don't know why we needed to create this politics but they existed so it was like always student council asb um fucking like all the what like, did you guys do the same thing i you know what now that i'm thinking about it i don't know there had to be some crossover there we weren't a big high school why did we it's have two very anyways waste of time <laughs> 
we were kids who were busy. We had like so many extra correct, like, like curriculars. You that we went did. to school at like seven a.m. and didn't leave until seven p.m. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was like that shit yeah, that, for sure. The same way. Yeah, but I'm definitely. Sure my parents like, yeah. Wish I um, felt more. I mean, every teenager wishes they felt more comfortable in their skin, but definitely didn't have as much of a I don't give a fuck quality because I went through so many phases until finally, probably like junior year of high school. That's when I was like, my identity is like punk rock music and I dye my hair dark and that's like kind of where I ended up going. But between that, it was very like, do I want to be a cheerleader? Maybe I want to be a cheerleader. And like, like you flirted with it. (laughs) Yeah. Basically I was kind of like, well, maybe I could. I already did so many other things though. It was like, I, I played soccer. I I did no sport ball. (laughs) I mean, I did do shot put when I first went to high school. That's, incredible especially for your body type you're not like a squat um large stout person, person. <laughs> uh, no i did really i did it in middle school and i did really well damn good for you and then i quit because everyone was like gigantic and i was like yeah what the hell am i doing shot put it's like the silliest sport <laughs> It's but not also, silly. It may it's just silly for me. Also, you, I think sometimes you like to do the kind of outrageous option. So I understand why you're like, shop, shop put, let's do it. <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. Only because like my uncle had a shop put in his backyard. What? He had like a large shop put, like a man shop put, like what heavy. What's the purpose of that? I mean, first of all, what's the purpose of shop put? <laughs> it's like you're a human cannonball thrower. Um, yeah, you're just like embracing the Greek Olympics. Like I'm it not. It feels quite good. Sure. You should try it. It okay. You're like, Ugh! yeah, really just guttural, like pushing it all out there. And you just you have to do this whole thing. Yeah, right. Don't you kind of like you put it like by your ear, kind yeah. of, and, and yeah, you, you like. I never did back. the spin thing. That's where oh, it lost shit. me. I just kind of was like, <laughs> you have to gut. You have to do the, the yeah. gut thing. Otherwise, otherwise it's not worth it. Yeah. What are you even doing? Yeah, you um, might as well just quit. <laughs> But yeah, I was just, I was nerdy student council kid who uh, just did all of like the extra curriculars. Literally the only- Where were you in your class? Like GPA wise, were you like top, I was top in, something? I was in the top 20. Excuse me? Yeah, uh, I was in top 20 and- My boyfriend was number 69. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? It's real. <laughs> oh, and it's, it's, it's real. Um, I definitely was- way beyond that <laughs> all the math classes i couldn't do it oh no my oof math was rough i mean i had that's where i got my like everything else i was like see i mean i was like a a plus yes. a plus a yes. plus english ap english great right ap history blah, yeah, blah. yeah. Math, algebra trigonometry uh, why was i in trigonometry i don't even know what that is pre-calculus i still don't know what that i don't is. know how I, <sighs> Isn't pre-calculus come before trigonometry? I don't know. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what any of it is. I do remember, though, in a pre-calculus class in middle school, I like just got my braces off and I was wearing a retainer. Yeah. And I raised my hand because I was like kind of Hermione. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yep. I raised my hand and fucking, they couldn't understand. I was like, because I just, like that day, Weird my retainer. I was so didn't give it. I had no idea. No I was just like, I equals twenty, and they were like, what? And everyone was like, ha ha ha. And I was like, mm. that's so sad. A equals twenty. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's wild. It's wild. Anyways, speaking of wild, 
<laughs> How the fuck did we get all this topic? I think the thing about the high school experience is important because I yeah. think people who've had similar experience to ours, people who've like trying to figure out like what they are, what I mean, people, we're not unique in that. Like a lot of, yeah, she mm-hmm. just chugged the rest of that blueberry. Um, like that you find, you find kind of like this weird sort of home in, um, for lack of a better word, craft brewing. Dude, I totally agree. Because I think that, I know that, I shouldn't say think, that a lot of the people who are making these very inventive, unique, kind of crazy beers are people who are artistic. Absolutely. They're creative. Mm-hmm. They come you from have to a... Be. And they, around that, they bring in people that have that background. Yep. People who are musicians, people who are artists, yep. people who are poets, people who are actors. Yep. Like People want to be around something that's exciting. Uh, no, I totally agree. And while brewing beer is definitely um, a structured pro- uh, process, you know, anyone can have a recipe and and do it and it is technical and it is like numbered based for sure but at the same so it's like yeah you could be a person who can do that you can be a person who can um wait what is this it's just a chip i handed thank you you. Um, i was gonna eat a chip and i didn't want to be rude oh thank you it's really salty though Um. (laughs) go on um so yeah you can be good at brewing based on following recipes really well and like having your exact uh like poundage and grain bill and everything that just means you're good at algebra right and so yeah sure you can still make good beer at that point but ah, what the fuck is the fun in that if you're not what takes you to the next level what makes you what makes people think that doesn't mean that if you follow a recipe perfectly like recipe formulation is a whole other thing like yep and it's difficult to make a really good recipe it is and it takes a lot of fine-tuning and that doesn't mean you don't make good beer and there's also a place for people who are pushing the boundaries. Absolutely. So we're going from something that's so formulaic, like White Claw. That's like A plus B plus C equals X. Exactly. You know, that's like the simplest algebraic equation you can think of. Right. And that doesn't mean it's not good and not satisfying. Sure. Because it's like, you don't have to think about it. It's just like, oh, I know how to do that. Right. And then you move on to something like this blueberry. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, there's like a... I don't know, exponent. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. That's it. For <laughs> two girls who fucking like couldn't get through math classes, that's a great analogy. <laughs> right? Um, and I think, too, there's something in um, having enough confidence in your creative ability and brewing ability to be like, I don't know what this is going to come out like. I have a general idea of where I want this to go, but let's do it and see what happens. Like, they're to be a creative, to be an artist anyways, that's kind of the mentality you have to have. Like as someone who writes, like I can't sit down on my computer and write my final draft in my first go. You know, you have to be like, I maybe I don't know how the story is going to end. Maybe I don't know how, what the point of this article is going to be, but you get there, you know? And that's scary, right? To be it able is. To like, it's totally scary. Like let go of that control and let go of like what you think people are going to think about you. Because totally. I, I mm-hmm. think, and like, I think the, the reason we th- brought up high school is that the people who didn't give a shit what people thought about them, that just did what they thought was what they wanted to do. Yeah. Student council. Right. What was that other thing? SBS? <laughs> ASB. ASB. 
<laughs> so stupid. No, it's great. Or, you know, if you were part of like drama club or if you were part of the band or you mm-hmm. were part of this, like, and if you just did it fully yeah, and yes. didn't give a shit what people yep. thought, like you were just doing it because you're like, I like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm just doing it. Yeah. Like people respect that. I, I totally agree. Because, right? because it's hard to be comfortable in yourself. It's hard to be vulnerable. So when people actually do it, how could you not respect that, you know? You're like, God, I wish I could. Like. Yes, yes. And that's like why people like Adam from Flintland doing these beers that are... It's hard to find other examples of that. I mean, they I exist, agree. I but agree. Um, you have to respect it because you're like, this is a truly artistic representation mm-hmm. of like... I think a lot of community and a lot of like yes connections of like my friend yes with this and like my my you know the vineyard here it's like yes that's fucking cool right and that's also a part of why I love the beer industry so much is it is about community and it is about relationships so yeah if you're gonna extend yourself and kind of like go for it and do something wild and different like you do have to rely on those relationships you kind of fostered. And not for your own gain. Like, there's no end goal for that, right? It's just interesting people making interesting things. And why wouldn't you want to be surrounded by that? Yeah, I I think there's something that's happening, like, where I just breathe heavily into the mic. Sorry. (laughs) We've done worse. Third edit. Just, like, really creepy (laughs) breathing. Just been like, mom, 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 mom. (laughs) I think I've been thinking a lot about, like, craft beer and like brewers association Mm -hmm. like why like why do we care about people being small why Mm -hmm. do we care about people not selling out and i think it's because of community i think it's of fostering like oh you're a small brewery so am i i'm a small brewery too how can we help each other yes or like oh can we share employees or can we do this or like how can i help you access grains or like right i don't know there's just something about that that i just can't help but love because I think it's just like we lack so much. We lack yes. community so much in yes. this world, and like Seattle specifically gets really it can be tough. weird, nicey, and yep. like. And listen, I get it. Like, it's just the vibe of the city. But, I mean, we're all humans, and like, yeah, we're all on our phones mostly. So like, <laughs> it's uh, nice when someone's like, "Hi." Yes. Do you well, want to share grapes with me? Yes. I, mean, I don't fucking know. Um. I mean, a good example of this, I just had this happen the other day. Um, dude who uh, owns a coffee roastery called Stamp Act is this tote I have right here. Um, oh, Stamp Act. Yeah. Are they here? Yes. Stamp so Act. they sell their coffee at Woodland. Um, oh, yeah. Woodland Cafe, which is close um, to is where that what we they, usually hang is out. Is that what they use there? I don't know if they use it all the time. I just know that they sell their beans there. Stamp Act Coffee. Um, and he came through just like with his homie. They're like getting a beer. Um, and then uh, we just started chatting and he was asking about usage of cascara in our beer. And, uh, you know, I kind of talked about how we've done infusions before. And he was like, hey, I've got like a really cool batch of some uh, dehydrated cascara I have. I'd be like you know, would you be down to like try to do something with this? Let's experiment Andrew? with it. But Andrew. Yes. Andrew. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, let, let's try to do something with this. Like that's the exact kind of shit that we're talking about. Like dude came in on an afternoon, getting a beer with his friend and 
then being like, oh, by the way, like I have a roastery. We do really fun stuff. Let's talk about what we can. Why wouldn't we want to collaborate? Why wouldn't we want to kind of like fuck around with fruits and beer and whatnot? People's egos. They want like, yeah. a piece of the pie. They want a bigger piece of the pie than oh, everyone God. else. Right. Which is silly. Just a. I know it's stupid. But also coming back to what you were saying about like why people get mad about um, like brewers getting big, selling out, blah, blah, blah. There absolutely is a difference when you know the brewers, you um, like you see a brewer having a beer in the tap room when they're done with their shift and then knowing that their input is direct to what you're consuming versus if you get bought out. Okay, cool. So now we're going to change the recipes this way because we have these contracts with these people. And this is now the recipe coming from the top down to the brewers and being like, this is what you're going to brew. That's fucking insane. That's insane to me because what the fuck do they know all the way up there? Well, it just becomes a commodity. Right. Yes. It's like, it's not an art anymore. No, it's just like people need it. People have to have that IPA. Right. Because it sells. Amazing. So it's like, Right. And most people aren't going to notice the nuances of like the extra profile or whatever. Right, right, right. And that's kind of like what's tough in terms of, you know, making art and creativity your career is like, yeah, we still all need to make a living and we need to survive. But it's like a really fine line between like being successful and staying true to who you are and just being like, well, fuck, I can't afford a rent. I can't afford the lease on this building anymore. You know, it sucks. Yeah. I. I think that there is a difference between, you know, just making, paying the bills and stuff and then becoming like a multimillionaire. You're right. You're right. Right? Like, I mean, I don't know if someone was like, hey, listen, I'm going to give you this much for what you've created. I don't know if I could do it. But then again, I've never been in that situation before. Yeah. But it's. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's some breweries that are built to be sold. I absolutely agree. And then there's some people who are like shocked that they got. Yes. Like I think uh, Elysian's probably a great first example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, so is um, Goose Island. Mm-hmm. I think those early ones, I don't think they ever thought they were going to be bought out. No, for I this agree. much money. Like, I that totally was, like, agree. Shocking, probably. Mm-hmm. At this point, you know. Yeah. Like when it gets to, um, God, you know, um, what's that? Megan Gill's place. Oh, Golden Road. She fucking knew. Yeah, of course she did. It wasn't a surprise to no. her. She was like, cool. Success. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, I don't know her. She, that seems right. cool. And also there's definitely, everyone has their own definition of what success is. It yeah, can be monetary or it could be creative. Yeah. And then own it and don't pretend right. that you're exactly. not a bought out right commodity yeah <laughs> and don't like tell people it's fake news right it's that's like the shittiest thing i've ever heard it's is that telling people that i, I just think that it's so disrespectful it is and honestly. rude and actually um just wrong yeah and a lot you're lying yeah when you say that you're like not owned by a huge conglomerate like just own it and be like yeah you know what I was bought out with them, but you know what? We were still making great beer and we're still staying true. Like, yeah, cool, fine. Then do that instead of just telling people that they're full of shit. You're full of shit. <laughs> exactly. And fuck off. Like, you think we're not going to find out? Yeah, it's called the internet. <laughs> I could look up right now that you're yeah. full of shit. It must uh, be nice to have that kind of ego. Mm, I wish I had just a tiny bit of that. Yeah, I guess. Like, 
confidence over ego though i think there's a little bit of a difference like yeah. owning your shit because you know what you're saying and then just just saying shit and then just being a narcissist right exactly 